Um, welcome to this episode of the Book Marketing Success Podcast. Today, my guest is Michael Stowicki from Poland. He's the author of 19 books, including Making Business Connections That Count and The Remarkable Power of Consistency. Um, and he told me on Matchmaker that his key technique for selling books was actually making connections with other authors and collaborators. Could you go into a little bit more detail on how that worked for you? Yes, of course. Um, like, hands down, the most effective way to sell books is your email list. And this is how I sold hundreds of my books. But the second best is someone else's email list. And there are no better lists than other authors. So I just connected with people in my space. I write personal development stuff. Uh, and then like just created relationship, a, a connection. It's what's not quick quo pro. Okay, you will do this, so I will do this. It's just like a request because we have a relation. Uh, sometimes I help you, the other time you help me. And I had some enormous success when I connected to, you know, enormous people in my space. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Steve Scott. Uh, back yes. then, okay, I'm I'm feeling old saying that, but that was 2014. He was the top uh, self-published nonfiction author on Amazon. His list was like 100,000 people or more. <laughs> and when I asked him to, you know, uh, promote my book uh, to, to his followers, he did that and it became like instant bestseller. I sold almost a thousand copies in that first month. And, and, that, uh, and so, that's a, a great feeling to sell that many copies with one activity. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I was really no name uh, back then. In, that was my first bestseller. So it, it was doubly uh, satisfying. And then it was the beginning of my writing career. So my wife firmly dubbed at everything. And then I could tell, oh, by the way, I made half of my salary for my book last month. And um, back then, did he just promote to his list or did he uh, uh, do a podcast episode with you, an interview on FaceTime? Or um, yeah, just, how, how just did he recommend you? Just sent an email broadcast, and I'm doing the same to my friends and my customers. This is the, the simplest, the most effective, like you said, one action. Right. Uh, especially the, like the bigger the crowd, that one function, but also the more engaged the crowd. Uh, like a few weeks ago, I got a new customer uh, for my book advertising uh, service and I check out his book and I really like it and it was 99 cents and the next day I was sending my uh, biweekly email to my email list so I just added it at PS and I guess I sold a few dozen copies for him uh, and it works that way like people on my email list they trust me 
yet within the judgment. So it's so much easier to uh, make that purchasing decision for them when I introduce it. I also do like book reviews, you know, the whole right. book, solid book review pros and cons and uh, post it on my blog and then add in the PS section of my email list so people can read the whole book review and then decide, okay, I'm, am I going to buy or not? So if you have a relationship, a working relationship with another author, like I think there is no easier way to sell relatively a lot of books in a short period of time. Yes, it makes a, a lot of difference, especially when that author um, actually says, you know, check out this book. You know, they, they don't just list it. They actually make a recommendation or say, just check it out. I really liked it. Uh, anything like that, where they're actually giving some sort of suggestion to their followers that this is a book worth pursuing or reading. Yeah, and with we often like swap uh, those book promotions. I have my book already at 99 cents because of something. So I ask my friends maybe to, and then they can tell and truthfully, okay, this book is discounted just for a couple of days. Buy now or regret, yeah? So, and, <laughs> and it's all authentic. That's, uh, that discount for a couple of days can really make a difference for people making the decision to buy right away. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, especially with uh, the digital uh, version, like it's no-brainer. Like if someone I respect and know uh, recommends to me a book for $1, no-brainer, seriously. Right. Unless I don't have a dollar on my bank account, which happens from time <laughs> to time. It happened to me this past week. I overdrew, and I didn't want to spend a dollar because that would have cost me $30 uh, for an overdraft. Um, just happened I wasn't keeping track of my account. so And I have to transfer from one bank account to another to, to keep uh, the account uh, you know, fresh and, and having money in it. <laughs> so, so I couldn't have bought your book either <laughs> this past week, but, uh, now I can. So anyway, um, do you have anything else that's worked for you in terms of marketing your books? Um, like several things. I am very lazy author and marketer. <laughs> Uh, well, that's true right. of almost every author. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think I'm a good example. Yeah, so you can do just a few actions and sell at least hundreds of copies. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, those discounting and then promoting the discounts to okay. other authors and they list. Uh, but, you know, the lowest hanging fruit are those promo sites like um, this fussy librarian uh, well there is smaller number of those which are working good for non-fiction but still i know a few which are effective ones 
And then I, all I need to do is drop the price to 99 cents, pay like $80 and bam, I have a few dozen copies sold or, or more. Uh, and getting the I'll, getting your books out is one of the key things to start getting other people to talk about your book when they discover it, and that makes a difference. So even if you only sell twenty books, you're reaching out to more people, and that makes a difference in terms of how the word of mouth gets generated. Yeah, and uh, especially in nonfiction, like every copy sold is an opportunity which you right. have no clue how it can end but if you don't sell that one copy nothing can happen like nothing <laughs> uh, on another interview today i was telling the story that bellevue university reached out to me because they found my book on amazon and i uh, made a webinar for the customers and they paid me thousand bucks because i sold one copy yeah and yeah. so that kind of opportunities are possible with nonfiction. Which book uh, was that? A personal mission statement, your roadmap to happiness. Okay. I don't mind. That was getting... my first book, by the way. <laughs> okay. And uh, it, it obviously generated more books. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, have... part of the deal with, with Bellevue was that uh, I gave them a license to sell 500 copies or rather give away to right. their customers. Yeah, so, yep, yep, it works that way. And uh, as I was saying, like any copy sold is an opportunity. No copies, it's just, you know, uh, this digital shelf oblivion. It's just sitting there and nothing is happening. <laughs> Well, one of the things, you know, that I think that people should draw from your lesson is that it doesn't matter where you live, uh, you know, in terms of marketing. You know, there a lot of my customers, the people that listen to the podcast, live in the U.S., but the fact that you live in Poland and can still sell these kind of quantity of books uh, suggests that, you know, the people in America should be getting off their butts and get to work, <laughs> make connections uh, with other authors. I sold over 80,000 copies of my books. And yes. In, in person, I don't think I sold a, even a single copy. In person, I just give away. I treat my books as a business cards. Right. Uh, but uh, in, this, in this virtual setup, with those promo services and with those connections and then with leveraging Amazon ads. This is how I really uh, sold so many copies and really I'm known almost exclusively in the virtual world. I've been in the States four times and only for my masterminds retreat. So, well, maybe someone bought a copy of my book because they get to know me there, but uh, uh, overwhelming majority of my sales was virtual, virtual, and because of my virtual presence, one of my other like lead generation uh, way is writing answers on Quora.com, 
and I have 1700 transfers out there and uh, over 11 million views of them. So again, a huge number of people get to know me online and all they can check are just like my profile on Quora and then some social media handles and uh, my Amazon uh, profile. Yeah, so all the trust I got so they purchased something was because of my online presence and not not those one-on-one relationships. Right. And it really does make a difference when, uh, and it's so much nicer than when I started out uh, almost 40 years ago. Um, you know, back then you didn't have any online services, you know, you had to to sell in person or by speaking and things like that. But this is a new way of speaking that allows you to reach around the world and reach people that you could have an impact on their lives when they read your book and they decide to follow some of your advice. And I think that that's real special that they don't have to necessarily meet you in person but they meet you in person through a podcast episode or through a recommendation from somebody that they admire and trust. So, um, you know, I wanted to share with people your statement, you know, that working with other authors, with other collaborators, really can make a difference for selling your books. You sold 80,000 copies. Probably most authors sell 500. You know, there's a lot of difference. Go ahead. Yes, it is. And one of the, like, advantages or benefits of cultivating those connections is that I was invited to, uh, like, swaps and uh, collaborations. This is another huge thing which can really catapult your book. When, for example, that was, I think, at the beginning of this year, like a dozen of us maybe uh, joined our forces. Uh, One of us put the promotion page and there were like a dozen of books. We each uh, dropped our prices to $1 and then we could write something like for 10 bucks, you can get 10 books. (laughs) <laughs> and they are good books, yeah, no, no trash. And uh, like I got that day a few hundred sales in one day yeah, because yeah, I promoted it to my list of 4,000 people and each of them had uh, several thousand people on their list and which made uh, like a quarter of 1,000 people, uh, sorry, 100,000 people. So... No wonder a few hundred were attracted to my book on that promotion page. Right. And it really does make a difference when I really like the idea. I try to encourage people to collaborate with even more than one author like you did in that case, where there were 10 authors promoting their books on the same day and sending traffic uh, to the page. And for $10, I mean, gosh, you can buy 10 books. That'll keep you busy reading for a while. Amen. 
and uh, <laughs> it's like quite a lot of work on the part of organizer but if you like me you're just a member of such a group like actually right now i'm promoting uh, one of my books for free so again it's a swap and there is like seven of us each of us are is uh, sending the broadcast to daily lists informing so i will get i guess the last time i did such a thing i got like a thousand new subscribers in right. my email list so oh. Uh, once you have this connection to the organizer and there are a couple of folks who are doing it like every few times, a uh, few, few times every year, and they always invite me, it's always no brainer for me. Like it's a value for my subscribers, like free books or discounted books. And then I'm getting this influx of uh, subscribers of says, seriously, it's a no brainer. Uh, but if I would have been the organizer, oh yeah, that's the pain in the butt. Back in the day, 2015, I guess, I cooperated with Backbooks and uh, in organizing those kind of events where, uh, yes, several people were dropping their prices and then we had the event page and, and gosh, the numbers there were incredible. Uh, in a couple of cases, they got the book to the uh, hash one on Amazon because so many people promoted the event. But the amount of work to coordinate that, oh man, this is really exhausting. So I have great respect for that guys. I admire them, but I don't do it anymore. Uh, <laughs> I can be a participant, but not an organizer. Well, the neat thing is that you get invited to be a par uh, participant because you're reliable. You actually do the promotion to the uh, to your list. You do you fulfill your books. You you take the time to actually help them out in in whatever ways you can. That uh, you know you give them the description of the book. You you lower your price. So you're one of the reliable people. Some people. You know, they get invited once and they never get invited again because they don't do the promotion or they don't do some sort of follow-up that's important that makes people want to invite you back. And yeah, and the fact that you're true, getting, you know, the fact that you're getting invited back really makes a difference. And if you are invited to such an event, come on, don't be an ass. Uh, it's no-brainer <laughs> to go step by step what they ask you for uh, because then there will you have more opportunities but seriously it's a no-brainer my list is bigger like 4,000 people uh, I cannot gonna write on my own few hundred says in one day like this is just flatly impossible for me with others it's beyond easy come on that's <laughs> that that's really what I try to to convey like, uh, because of course you need to market your own books. You need to hustle in real to be in order to be really successful. Uh, that's another conversation I had today uh, because the the guy was saying, "Okay, oh, you have to learn this and this and this." Other than writing, I, I replied, "No, you don't have to. Uh, only if you want to be successful." <laughs> you know, and that's that's really part of it. You know. 
if you spend uh, six months or a year or two years writing a book, why not spend a little time promoting the book so that people actually have an opportunity to read it? It's one thing to publish a book and put it out there into the silent world um, where nobody hears about it. Another thing to put out the book and have other people going, hey, check out this book. Or you join a, a group promotion and you're all promoting it at once. That's what makes a difference. That's what starts the word of mouth and gets people to actually start to trust you and know you and and want to read what you write and, and look forward to the next book you write. Yes. Uh, however, I would say this, like, cooperation, those events, this is like the top of the connection. At the bottom, you are just, first of all, all you need to like appear on the radar. Like they need to know your name and who you are, not to be just another pitch in the email inbox because they go to spam folder very quickly, right? Uh, so really like participating in those events for me is no brainer and no effort. I uh, send biweekly emails anyway, so no problem with that. Uh, but the real effort is in, in making those connections. So they get to know me and then they do know that then kind of rely on me. And in the self-publishing space, I think the easiest way to craft such a connection is to write book reviews and then let them know, okay, this is my book review. I loved your book. Uh, and if they worth, they salt, they will reply back and, and cultivate that connection. And if they don't, they are probably not worth cooperating with. Yeah. So you found a, a really good way to start to connect with other authors by reading their books and reviewing them and then letting them know that you reviewed the book. And that's a really good way to begin a connection. Uh, with a you know a book author that can make a difference, and uh, so again, I'd like to recommend to the people that are listening to this podcast that uh, Michael has one book out there, making business connections that count, and that's all about what he's talking about now in this podcast. So check out that book, and also the remarkable power of consistency. Again incredibly important is being consistent with what you're doing and, uh, you know, taking the time to continue to do the things that are working for you. So, Michael, I wanted to thank you for being on this podcast. I really appreciate your advice. I really like what you're doing, and I hope that we can maybe connect again sometime in the future. I would love to thank you for inviting me. Uh, you really appreciate being here. And I love uh, helping in general and my fellow authors uh, in particular. Okay. Thanks a lot.